Welcome to a Starter and a Chaser podcast with your hosts, Joe Clark and John Passo. My, my, mamacita, donde es Santa Claus? The vato with the bony knees, walking down the street with my shoes on his feet. And... Oh, hi! Welcome to another episode of a Starter and a Chaser podcast. I am John Passo. I'm Joe Clark. And Joe, the reason why I was singing Santa Claus and his old lady was because we have something from half of Cheech and Chong. We, we do. We have from Cheech Marin, Tres Papalotes, but we don't have trace of them. We have dose of them. We have dose. We have dose. Yes. And we have the uh, the 100% agave. And then we have the wild cupriata agave, Colvin. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the proper Spanish pronunciations of these, please comment below. <laughs> Basically, this is just a wild agave that is found in the mountains. In the mountains. Yes. Not, it's not a cultivated like farm agave like this 100% agave. Mm-hmm. And most of your blue agave, blue Weber agave for tequila is a cultivated variety. But Joe's absolutely right. This one, they go up into the mountains with like a, a donkey and a cart. Sometimes even, sometimes they just even go up just by themselves to hand harvest these wild agaves and that. And and by the way, this is mezcal. Yeah. This isn't tequila. Now, all, tequila. All, all tequilas are technically mezcals, but not all mezcals are tequilas. And there is actually this holographic label to let you know that this is an authentic mezcal. There's a whole really fascinating industry around mezcal and Mexico's historical drink and was outlawed at one point. Really fascinating stuff, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are, we are. Take a nose of the 100% agave one. Is this blue agave? No. Just agave. Yeah, just, it's a different type of agave. Actually, the agave itself, it's an Espadine agave, and it is blue, like the Blue Weber, but it looks completely different. I mean, it's got long, long leaves, whereas the Blue Weber agave is short and fat. And finding these mezcals in general don't share, you get the agave, you get some of the sweetness in there, but Mm -hmm. they have like this different kind of earthy funk to them that tequila does not tend to carry along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very different. Even though they have the agave similarities, it it is quite different than any tequila I've tried. Absolutely. Because it's not tequila. And majority of of what Joe's referencing, the reason he's getting that is because of how mezcal is made. They, you know, and with tequila, they harvest the, the agave they put the piñas into a, a clay oven or a stainless steel oven and they roast them. Sometimes they steam them. But with this, they take the piñas and they big, dig a giant pit. They start a fire, they put the piñas on it and then they bury it and it cooks it for like three days. Hmm. And then they unbury it and then they take a stone wheel. This is traditional. Now they do industrial, which shortcuts a lot of these, but traditionally they take a giant stone wheel and they crush all of that and then ferment it. So that's why you get a lot of this funky, earthy notes and these in particular are wild fermented so that adds to the funk even long-winded sorry that's okay <laughs> a lot of information so here. <laughs> while you were talking about that i did take a nose on the other the wild uh, agave here mm-hmm. it's completely different i mean it is not even recognizable versus the 100 agave oh really yes night and day this products. smells like what is that one that is blue cheese funk oh uh rum fire Yes. Where is Rumfire? Right here. All right. This smells just like that. It is very similar to that. I mean, if you were to blind me and say, which drink is that? I'd be like, oh, dude, that's Rumfire. That's what it smells exactly like that. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Mm. it's just a really, really funky, no sweetness, no 
kind of little burnt tire in there, really, man. I mean, it is, I'm serious. It's funky, huh? But just like that one, I'm going to guess that it's going to have a little different experience on the palate, too. Could so. be, could be. By the way, the one that Joe was just talking about, that is a uh, 92 proof, and the other one, the 100% agave, is 80 proof. Now, before we really dive into this, I think we need to talk about Cheech. Just okay. Yeah. So Cheech, uh, a bunch of uh, distributors came up to him and said, hey, we want to do something with you. We want to do wine. He's like, eh, wine's everywhere. We want to do tequila with you. He's like, eh, tequila. And then he was like, what about mezcal? Because he was a tequila drinker, but he started getting into mezcal. So they teamed up and they produced the Tres Papalotes. Now the the picture on here is actually a picture of something from his personal collection. Yeah, he's really into it's that is Mexican art. Yes, and, not uh, not Mexican in particular. It's Chicano. Chicano. That's yes. what I'm looking Chicano. for. Chicano art. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, he has one of the largest Chicano art collections in the world. And this is a glass statue by the De La Torres brothers. And so that's what he chose to put onto his bottles. There's the little history behind Trace Papalones and Chich Marin. Now let's dive in. Okay, let's start with the first 100% agave. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see the difference between these two. They are incredibly different on the nose. It's interesting how those different agaves do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mezcal's very, very unique in their how different they are. And it is so earthy. Yeah, like, spicy on the back end. Oh, it's spicy. It is very earthy. I'm, and by the way, this is the 40 proof 100% agave. This has a completely different note palette than anything I've ever tasted from, you know, South America, Mexican area, even, you know, your rum fires, all the different tequilas and mezcals mm -hmm. we've tried. I've tried a little bit of mezcal, not on the show, but mm -hmm. with John before. Man, this is earthy, but this is really smoky. And that's that, that, that fire transferring yeah, through onto the pot. I caught a Closing it in there and that? smoking it, basically. Yeah. yeah. I caught a little bit of that on the nose. I'm like, eh, nah, eh, I don't know. Then you start talking about the fire, mm -hmm. and I was like, I wonder if this guy <laughs> hit the palate. This is kind of reminiscent of scotch as far as the smoke level goes. I mean, it it's is smoky. Well, it's not peated. It is like you started up the smoker, and you are got a pork butt in there, and it, that smoke is just coming out. It's like that, but it's to the level of a, like a Brooklady, yeah, yeah. highly peated. Scotch. It's smoky, man. Yeah. This is like the Isla of Mexico. <laughs> Mexican <laughs> Isla. Right. I like and it, it really is. I'm going back for a third because I'm I'm digging on this. Little familiar agave sweetness on the front of that. A little bit. But I then kinda, it just goes different. I kind of like how it's not so sweet. Some of them can be really sweet. Like That's true. Just unbalanced sweet. Mm -hmm. This is really balanced sweet. And I, I like the smoke aspect of it too. And the spice, it kind of brings you like almost like a rye spice to it. Um, even, even though it's not rye. But yeah. I'm just saying it has that characteristic to it on the tongue. I get a lot of prickly notes to it on the front of the tongue mm -hmm. in the middle of the tongue there. And also it's got that nice smoke note of like an Isle of Whiskey. Yeah. It's really complex. And then it's all really well grown with that earthy yeah. note. I mean, it's super earthy. That's that's crazy. I'm going to take a sip of water. You're almost like drinking the process. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a like, very good to way the to tea. describe it. Yeah. yeah. You are drinking the process. This ought to be interesting. Now the 92 I'm proof really, yeah. wild cooperetta. This is, I'm stoked to see if this is going to be like that rum fire. Where it was weird on the nose and delicious. Oh, it's on the weird palate. on the nose, man. So <laughs> let's do it. To the process. Cheers. Slightly lighter. It is than the other one. It's not weird like that. I was expecting this to get kind of weird. It's got some funk though. It's funky. It's got some funk. But it's also spicier than the first one. Absolutely. And the spice really tames down the funk on that. I bet if we go in for a second one, this will balance out okay. a lot better. 
Ooh, I'm getting heat on this one now. Low heat, spice. What is that? Bonk. There's, there's like something that's chewy. It this. is, and I, it's not quite like a. It's almost like a barrel tannin, but it's not a barrel. Right. I bet I you they put these in like wood fermenters. And you I, think so? I, I think that's what I'm pulling from it. Oh, so you kind of get maybe like that barrel esque yeah. kind of thing going on there. Hmm, okay, yeah, I can see that. It is wood sugars and giving that chewy it is note. Slightly splintery, actually, mm -hmm. like mid palate. These really rest heavily on your, I mean, I know you taste things with your tongue, but it rests mm -hmm. heavily on your tongue. Yeah, it's it really stays there, and it, it's it's not like a whiskey where it just kind of lightens up Blooms, or kind of like blooms all around. You get a little here, a little there, a little something on the back end. It's like really centralized in your mouth. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that. And it but sits yeah. there with an intensity. Yeah, I mean, it does. It's, yeah. it's not going away. It's like, I'm here, I'm staying, and you're going to like me. And this is this is cool. It's got a little bit of that blue cheese funk to it. A little, little bit. A little bit. I agree, but you know, it's wild fermented and that's kind of to be expected. Mezcals can be funky. Doesn't have the amount of smoke as the other one. No. I get a it's slight there. bit that kind of mm -hmm. like wafts up on the corners of my tongue, but I mean, this is like a three, whereas the first one was a 10. As oh, far yeah, as yeah, smoke absolutely. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, wow. Okay. Cheech, man. What are you doing here? This is insane. This is mm -hmm. really good. Joe, final thoughts on. Final thoughts. Tres Papalotes, the three kite. I'm a fan of the 100% agave one. That's going to be my number one. This is a little too funky for me, but I appreciate it because it's it doesn't transfer on the palate. Like it, it's real. I mean, it's rough on the not rough as an alcohol rough on the nose. It's just very funky. It's aggressive. It's aggressive on the nose. Okay. It really is. But the palate's nice. But this one, I think all around for me is a really nicely balanced drink. I like the smoke on this. Mm. I really do because it has like that Isla Scotch smoke and then the nice spice, rye spiciness is how I transfer that. The agave, the sweetness. It's not overbearingly sweet. I think it's a great mezcal. Nice. Yeah. Nice. For me, I like them equally, but in different applications. Okay. The the 100% agave, by the way, both of these are Joven, which means they're young. They're not aged. The uh, the hundred percent agave is big. It is kind of distinctly agave, and that smoke is just oof. That's what I want to start the night. That's what I want to get going with. And then when the night is yeah. getting good, then I'm switching over to the wild harvested because it's funky. It's bold and spicy, and will stand up to tacos and food and whatever you're gonna throw at it. That's gonna stand up to it. And I feel they both on the same level of excellence in my book, but have to have two different applications for it. Sound good? Yeah. Do you I went agree? back to the 100% agave. I like, yeah, I like it. I kind of want to go it's back nice to and spicy. both of them. <laughs> it's nice and spicy. But if you have had Mezcal that you have enjoyed, let us know what the brand is. We'll see if we can get it in for a review here on a Started and Chaser podcast. And be sure to hit subscribe. And uh, have you tried this? Let us know. What do you think of it? Have you tried mm -hmm. both of them? Have you tried all three? <laughs> yeah, the three. Tri <laughs> the, the two of the three. The of two the three. of the three. <laughs> Where is the third one, Cheech? Come yeah. on. <laughs> and that's today's episode of a Starter... Somebody's, somebody's at the door. Who is it? Dave's not here, man. Wait, where is Dave? <laughs>